Welcome to the College Football Bros. I'm Michael Newman. I'm Ryan Newman. And I'm Trey Newman. All right, this is question 30 of our College Football Preview Series, and we are most excited about this one. Uh, It is our favorite team, but let's keep the bias aside, guys. All right, no homers here. Trey, what's the question? Okay, will Nebraska finally make a bowl game? Okay, the way you said "finally" seemed kind of fan fanboy esque. I, so, I, yeah, sorry. I'll keep that in check. All right. Well, let's talk about Scott Frost. Let's start with Frost because he was the savior, the golden child, and hasn't worked out, you know, so far at least. So, where's where's the faith level, Trey? It's certainly waning, but I'm keeping the faith more than I think most of uh, the national media out there, most people. Has he made mistakes? And has it not worked uh, as well as we all thought it would? Of course. But people have to remember, he didn't inherit all that much from the Mike Riley regime. He didn't just try and apply Band-Aids and go the JUCO or transfer route to apply quick fixes. Trying to build it from the ground up. So now, you know, in year four, it's the time that we need to start seeing results. Uh, And it's also kind of funny where how narratives develop. I mean, Nebraska's had a a very bad record in the close toss-up games. A few of those go the other way, maybe not having uh, this conversation as much. But, you know, I get it. You are what your record says you are. So, you know, overall, am I optimistic that it will dramatically improve? I'm, I'm not saying that, but I am also being a little patient and not writing him off yet. Yeah, if I, uh, you know, if I was 100% all in at the beginning, uh, it's probably down to about 10% right now. Uh, <laughs> this, is, uh, yeah. this is the last hurrah here. Uh, Year four, you better make a bowl game or you're done, dude. Like, you can't go four years without doing it. There's no excuses at this point. I don't care what was left there. You got to be able to make a bowl game. It's not that hard, dude. It's not that hard to make a bowl game these days. Just win six, man. Get there. Recruiting is kind of suffering, especially in the Omaha, Nebraska areas. Some recruits are going elsewhere because they just don't like the vibe. So, time to win. Yeah, I think the most disappointing thing is just. I feel like Scott Frost hasn't been that likable since he's been the Nebraska coach. It seems like every few months there's some quote that I shake my head at and and just you know, he's he's tried to to build it from the ground up like you said. And so the recruiting classes they've been fine, but so many players transfer. So many of the best recruits yeah. were were either guys that just didn't work out for one reason or another or they ended up transferring. So it's just it's not great. I mean, the rebuild is, has, has not been going well. Um, so, yeah, I agree. He's got to start showing it this year. I haven't totally given up. Like, I still think he can be a good coach. Um, but, yeah, we need to start seeing something. Uh, yeah. How about the, the 2021 team? Let's, well, hopefully this is going to be a positive outlook. Ryan, what do you think yeah. about the offense? Uh, well, offense is a question mark. It, it, they, I think the thing with them is they have a huge variance. Uh, I could see both ends of the spectrum. I could see them being pretty good. And I could also see them being pretty darn bad. Uh, Adrian Martinez <laughs> is back for his fourth year. Um, and, you know, he's gotten some heat throughout his career. But he had he did complete over 70% of his passes last year. Um, and he led the team in rushing with a little bit of injury concern. So, you know, he, he's got to improve. But I think his supporting cast the past couple of years has, has been a big reason as to why he's been kind of his numbers have suffered. His receivers have just been garbage. Uh, just nobody to throw to the last couple of years. So, um now this year that that it's possible it could change the wide receiver room uh is is definitely the most talented it's been since frost has been here now the problem is none of them has proven it in a husker uniform uh they brought in a transfer from montana samori tory he was an all-american there 
getting rave reviews, should be a starting slot receiver. Omar Manning was the number two overall Juco recruit a couple of years back. Last year, just couldn't quite get his uh, head straight or whatever. He was missing some practices. So, But this year, all reports are he's good to go. And there's some other guy, four-star guys waiting in the wing. So high and low variance there for the receiver group. O-line's filled with talent, uh, and they finished the year pretty strong. And they've got four of those guys back. Just a matter of they can actually put it together for a full season. Um, and the tight end group is solid. They're, they're good there. Running back's unproven. But to, to me, it's just, does Martinez stay healthy? Because behind him, it's terrible. There's just nothing there. <laughs> so if he if he goes goes down, which he hasn't really proven that he can stay healthy for a full year, uh, it's it could be spell trouble because I don't see them making a bowl game without him. Yeah, the, his health is obviously the big key. And I feel like last year, there were two main problems with the offense. You had turnovers which has been a theme for nebraska and a lack of big plays in the passing game and as far as turnovers it's going to help not having you know the backup luke mccaffrey came in last year and threw six picks in not a lot of attempts so not having a better arm than mccaffrey what's that okay that's that's (laughs) all right i disagree with that strongly but uh but you know not having hopefully we don't have a backup come in and, and throw a bunch of picks again this year uh adrian martinez though is a fumbling machine and he's it's i don't see why we would expect that to change in year four but hopefully it does a little less yeah exactly um so so that hopefully we can be a little better in minimizing turnovers as far as the big plays in the passing game and stretching the field it's, it's all about that receiver room like you said there's a ton of talent there's the potential there but i high variance i think you put it perfectly there yeah um I am sort of optimistic about Adrian still a little bit. I feel like I've probably talked yeah. myself into him each of the last two years, and it hasn't worked out for me. So maybe I'm kind of doing I that just, again. I don't think it's on him. I think it's on his receiving group, okay. uh, and you know, because I, I really do like when you saw him his first freshman year when he had a couple of decent people to throw to. He had a pretty darn good year, right? I mean, there was a reason why he was going into the sophomore year as a Heisman contender, but then it, he had lost a couple guys that year, and then boom, he was just like. I mean, it's it's a struggle. They're, like it's it's been a severe, severe lack of playmakers at receiver. So it's not all on him. No, and they're going to have to overcome losing Wandale Robinson this year. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. It's definitely a loss. Maybe not quite as big as maybe we would we some people would think, but it's a loss. All right. How about the defense? Yeah. So the defense overall has been the weaker spot for the Huskers for quite some time, really, and even dating back prior to Frost, um, they're not going to be a, necessarily a great defense by any means, but th- there are pieces there to have it be the best they've had in a while. Last year, they jumped from 63rd to 38th in SP plus defense. Um, they do have a decent amount of returning production coming back. The challenge with the black shirts is they need a pass rush. They were 98th in sack rate, and I'm not terribly uh, confident that this D-line can generate enough pressure on the quarterback without a little help from uh, Eric Shenander, the defensive coordinator, blitzing with his linebackers and safeties. Because without a pass rush, the the secondary has gotten fairly torched over the, over the years, and they just haven't generated enough turnovers. They they need to cause some more havoc there. Um, you know, I might I guess kind of come across as as pessim- pessimistic, but I like the continuity there. Deontay Williams and Markel Dismuke and the safeties are are solid. Cam Taylor Britt. Uh, at corner, I, I like the the pieces. They need another corner to elevate this this season. But overall, there is definitely room to to continue to grow. Yeah, the defense uh, it really wasn't the problem last year, uh, and they got like f- uh, f- 
well, they had five super seniors decide to come back. One of them got hurt. Will Honus is a linebacker, probably would have started. He's out for the year. Um, but the, the the fortunate thing there is they did get a transfer from Northern Iowa, Chris Kalerovic, who was a stud there and actually in line to start, probably. Um, so that kind of helps fill that void. Um, so, yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. The question mark is just can they generate pressure? Because uh, they're going be, to be pretty deep up front on the line. It's just I just don't know if they're going to be able to get to the QB. They'll be able to stop the run, all right. They kind of put a emphasis on that, but um, they do have a good, really good secondary. I, I think Cam Taylor Britt is one of the best corners in the Big Ten. Um, he, he's probably the best player on the entire team. So linebacking group has is, is been slowly getting better. Uh, secondary is going to be good. It's just that it's just that question mark. Can they get to the QB, which will help them force turnovers? Because they just every year they lose the turnover battle by. Seems like one per game. They're just just getting destroyed on. So um, it's kind of the key to the the whole team, offense and defense. Can they limit turnovers on offense and force a little more on defense? If they do that, um, of course they're going to make a bowl game probably. And we didn't right, mention well, Jojo oh, Doman sorry. at linebacker. He's oh yeah 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 true. he's versatile. He's one of our better de- yep. defensive players. Yep. Okay, well, let's uh, get to the schedule, which is the biggest kind of problem in this whole Whew. question here. Because it is one of the toughest in the country. Uh, of course, you always have Wisconsin and Iowa, always tough in the division. And in the East, two of the teams they draw are Ohio State and Michigan, which it's unreasonable the amount of times that we've drawn Ohio State. <laughs> Sorry, I'm being, yeah, a, homer really there, is being a homer there. <laughs> but it's a lot of play Ohio State. We got screwed our first decade in the conference here. <laughs> a lot. By the time, by the time you know, it's going to be our time to not play Ohio State, there's going to be you know massive... Uh, Realignment. Realignment. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll be in there. Nebraska, Nebraska beat them the first year in the Big Ten, and then every year since then, it's just been a le- just been a debacle. I, I feel like we get them off next year if I if I'm not mistaken. It's either next year or the year after. Like we, we was like one year we don't play them. <laughs> They'll have a down year oh, that year. It'll be, it'll be yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no. Uh, I don't see that happening anytime soon. But okay, getting back to the schedule though. Yeah, we got Ohio State and Michigan uh, in the non-conference. Nebraska plays at Oklahoma, which is. <laughs> not ideal that'll be a fun one yeah so if uh if nebraska wants to make a bowl game i feel like they there's a good chance they need to start out three and oh and they've, so they've got week zero at illinois obviously very winnable game but also losable as we saw last year uh fordham there's there's a kind of a gimme win that's and then a win. buffalo yeah. which is not a gimme win buffalo is is pretty no. good but obviously nebraska will be favored so we'll see we'll see yeah yeah uh, that, that first game, week zero at Illinois. I mean, it. Uh, even Frost, we were talking about media days here in the Big Ten. They were him and the players were kind of already alluding like that's a huge game. Like, I mean, if yeah. Nebraska loses that game, you might as well just put pack it in for the rest of the year. Like, <laughs> I'm glad you're. Not you, that's that's the worst team in the Big Ten West. Like, if you can't beat them, it ain't gonna be a good year. No, no, that's true. Uh, all right, well, let's answer the question of the episode: Will Nebraska? finally make a bowl game i'm saying they do make a bowl game Uh, i think the offense is going to be more consistent than they were a year ago Uh, the wide receivers are going to have much more of an impact than they did last year i like adrian to bounce back a little bit um not saying they'll be great but i'm going to see improvement uh the defense won't bend they'll bend but not break uh we've talked about illinois that huge game and you know really you look at that schedule outside of the game at oklahoma every game is you know, is reasonably winnable until November when they just have that brutal slate of against Ohio State, Wisconsin, and Iowa. So they got to they got to get those wins early, and I think they will. 
Yeah, I I agree. I think Nebraska goes six and six. Defense, you know, should be pretty good, and I think offensively, there's bound to be uh, more big plays. You got to think Adrian Martinez' experience can only help. So hopefully, year four um, is his best year, and I think they can squeak out six. Yep. No, I I don't think Whoa. they will. Um, oh. I I, I kind of when I was talking about the team, I guess I painted a little bit of a rosy picture, but. There's going to be something that happens that just whether Martinez goes down or we just fumble oh. so much, we lose on the last second. I don't know. We'll just find ways. We've been doing that for four years now. Um, I'm not confident. I'm not. I'm just not confident. Uh, you know, uh, until I see it. I'm. I said kind of towards the end of last year, after last year in our off season, some of our on a previous podcast, like no more. I'm not going over no matter what. You don't have I'm to go over. It. You just got to push. I know. I'm not even going to push. I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> not even pushing. I'm going under like, that's just it. All, All right. right. So the, the, I think the line set at like six, right? Yeah. Six is so, the Vegas win total. So I'm going under, I'm saying five and seven. We're not going to do it. Okay. Five and seven. What, what happens to Scott Frost? Yeah. Audio. Well, Oh, no, I think he he, I think he, he stays, stays around. I think he stays one more year, even though he should be gone. I mean, unless the just they go two and ten, and you know everyone leaves, uh, he, he he's around next year. All right. Well, let us hope that Ryan is incorrect there. That'll do I it so, for man. our Nebraska be. preview. If you I've like, been, I've been incorrect for four straight years going the other way. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> try to do it the opposite here all right uh if you like college football be sure to subscribe to our channel both the audio podcast and on youtube and we've got more big 10 content coming out this week uh we'll be back tomorrow discussing the most overrated and underrated teams in the conference so we'll see you then you've been listening to the college football bros if you have any questions for the next podcast email them to collegefootballbros at gmail.com Keep up with the brothers on social media. Like them on Facebook at College Football Bros. Follow them on Instagram at College Football Bros. And for their commentary on Saturdays, follow them on Twitter at CFB Bros. Thanks for listening.